We who are strong ought to bear the, with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbours for their good, to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself, but as it is written, the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that though the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. My dear brethren and sisters, these opening words from Romans chapter 15 provide us with our theme this morning. And what an exhortation. Strong support the weak. Don't be selfish. Serve our neighbours just like Jesus. And read the scriptures to get encouragement that strengthens our hope. Verse 5 of Romans 15 reads, May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind towards each other that Christ Jesus had. So that with one mind and with one voice, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Do we have the same attitude of mind as our Lord? Shouldn't this be our goal? Have one mind and one voice to glorify the Almighty. Remember Jesus' answer to the question from one Pharisee who asked in Matthew 22, which is the greatest commandment. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God, with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. Those words are very easy to say. Love our neighbour as we do ourselves. But, as I think, if we are honest, we all know, easy to say, not so easy to achieve. How do we, how can we develop the same attitude of mind as our Lord and Master, who was perfect in every way, who didn't do what he wanted? He looked to please others and to please his father. Remember the wise words of Ecclesiastes 12 verse 13. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the duty of mankind. Now we all know these words very well. We probably learned them as youngsters. 
but how often do we repeat them to ourselves as a self-affirmation of our goal for a day or a given week? The Apostle Paul, in this penultimate chapter in his letter to the Romans Ecclesia, Roman Ecclesia, encourages three things in the opening verses, as we've already outlined. Can we remember what they were? Strong should support the weak. Firstly, which are we? Those who should support, or are we those that need supporting? Or perhaps we are both weak physically, but strong spiritually. Or maybe the other way around. So how should our self-examining thought process go? Perhaps firstly determine which we are and then commit to do something in the coming day to address the weakness or share our strength. Once we've established where we are, how do we acknowledge the Almighty in that process? Do we give thanks for our strength? and ask for guidance on how we should use it to his honour and his glory. Is that what our Lord would have done? Do we hand our issues, our weaknesses, our worries, our frailties, our failings, do we pass these to the Almighty, pleading him, for guidance and direction, for help and resolution. Proverbs 3 reminds us, In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall, not he might, but he shall direct our paths. There's no selection, there's no filter process here. In all, in all our ways, we are to acknowledge the Almighty and we know what will happen if we do. The second direction at the beginning of Romans 15 came in verse 2. He read, Each of us should please our neighbours for their good to build them up. For even Christ did not please himself. Don't be selfish is perhaps how we might describe that direction. Our hardwired self-preservation instinct can result in a default to think of ourself first. And we say, well, that's just natural. But we as followers, no, not followers, as devotees 
to the Lord Jesus are called upon for a manual override to this natural instinct and resist the natural and to care for others above ourselves. Do, do we do this? Can we do this? Do we understand the need for this? Love your neighbor as yourself. And we just read these words from Matthew 22. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment and the second like unto it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And mark these words, all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. We know those words really well, and sometimes they just, we just accept them perhaps. But note what our Lord didn't say. He didn't say, love the Lord your God with some of your heart with some of your soul, with part of your mind. He said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your mind. Oh, and it doesn't say, and only when you feel like it, or just on Sundays either. And look at the last sentence, which doesn't say, some of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments, does it? No. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Brothers and sisters, I ask you, is there any ambiguity, lack of clarity, or any doubt what is meant here and what we have been directed many times to do. What do we need to do to strengthen us so we can do this? There's four of Romans 15. For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through scripture, the endurance taught, sorry, so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. So we asked, what do we need to do to strengthen this? Read the word as often as we can. Read, not just read, but absorb like blotting paper. Imbibe, take it into ourselves so that we can have and develop further the attitude of Christ to others. The Apostle Paul's third direction at the beginning of chapter 15 was to, slightly different from the last, it's serve, it's not just love your neighbours, it's it's more specific, it's serve our neighbours. 
question as we are sitting here. Do we do this? And how do we do this? And how are we planning, perhaps more importantly, to do this in the next few days? What does the Apostle Paul write to us in Galatians 6 verse 10? Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially, of course, those who belong to the family of believers. Look at those words. Let us do good to all people. I'm sure, we, I'm sure we've heard it said, I don't give to, to beggars on the streets or to people with, who look as though they need. You never know what they're going to do with what, or what I give them. But what was the parable of the Good Samaritan all about? It is not, we are given resources, we give them freely. And if I may, if I could ask your indulgence, I've, I've come across a personal thing recently where some people in Africa and, and you all know we've all had extremes of weather recently. Some parts of Kenya have had extraordinary rainfall, extraordinary, where dams have broken. Whole villages have been washed away. And some of our number have lost their houses and every semblance of order that you can imagine. And we, through everyone's generosity, have been able to help some of those people. And as we were thinking about that, how we could help them, because someone said to us, well, we can't do our preaching at the moment because we've got to rebuild the houses. And we said, well, hold on, maybe there's a possibility of the combining the two, maybe. It wouldn't be very good if we just rebuilt our houses and and our neighbours were still without, so you just had one Christadelphian house or community where everything else was at. So we asked our brothers out in Kenya, is there something that you do to help them or we can do to help them? And through that, you could show your love for them because we know how powerful that could be. And we heard just at the end of last week that in whatever they have done, there is a small community that they've just, all they did was to give a water filter to them. And that little group now want to meet with them and their preaching effort is going to be surrounded by this new community. I share it merely to, as an illustration of how showing love can do so much to others. And these people, as you can tell, have nothing, but they have shared what they, what little they did have. Actions we know speak louder than words. And someone called Mark Twain added, but not nearly as often. How will we serve them, our neighbours, show to others our love of the Almighty by giving to them and by so doing now I'm going to say and by so doing look what happens 
one, we fulfill the first two commandments. So if we give, we fulfill the first two commandments. Secondly, we demonstrate visibly our love for God. Thirdly, we provide a powerful example to others, be it our children, our family, our friends, our neighbors, or whatever. Fourthly, we preach the gospel vividly and in illustration. Fifthly, we sacrifice our own time and resource. Sixth, we obtain personally a contentment now for doing what's right. And the seventh, perhaps we invest or store up goodwill for a potential reward in the time to come. Our Lord's words in Luke 18. We will fail to receive many times as much as as much in this age and in the age to come eternal life. How will we, as our Lord has given us so vividly, serve our neighbours, whoever they are? May the God, for our principal goal, is to develop a Christ-like attitude. May the God who gives gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. Is this what we strive for each day? Will we pray for this earnestly every day this week? What an exhortation the Apostle Paul was giving not only to the Romans, but to anyone who opens their minds to listen. Strong support the weak. Don't be selfish. Serve our neighbours. Most importantly, develop the same attitude of mind towards others, just like Jesus. And to close... Should we ever feel alone in our trials, let us always remind ourselves of exactly what our Lord chose to do for others in total and complete fulfilment of the first and the second commandment. The insults of those who insult you have fallen on me. Psalm 69, and the reproaches of those who reproach you have fallen on me. And the Almighty also understands this only too well. We read in John, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, and whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal.